The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jake. Ken Barkley, Matt Moore, and you. All right, Matt's going to join us in just a second. I I am, like, obsessed with this spot and this time slot for Matt. And, like, as we get through NFL season, like, I think think we'd like for Matt to return to, like, his this regular 4 p.m. time slot with us on 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 wednesdays moving forward get a, but i make a give him a better schedule right it's like hey it's dinner time I, games I, are starting soon watch it pop off for 15 minutes we'll just do that. i am obsessed right now with like like 
on the eve of a billion basketball games. Like, no one better to break it down than our friend Matt Moore. He will join us in just a second from the Action Network to talk NBA, both like everything that's going on this season and also specifically with bets for tonight. Bets of Steel on the way. Our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League, an abbreviated four-game slate hashtag on the ice, but we're excited to talk about it. Our NBA best of the best coming up. Tyler Morales' college basketball. Maybe we'll have some hashtag gone too far college basketball bets. Golf bets as well for the RSM Classic with Ken and Tyler. And then I'll, I'll chime in some hopefully witty one-liners while when they're done with their bets because I won't have anything to offer because I don't handicap golf and I don't pretend to anymore. But joining us right now to talk some NBA here on the show is one of our favorites, and that is the aforementioned, the great Matt Moore from the Action Network. You got to check out Matt's NBA betting podcast. It is sensational. Buckets, wherever you find your podcast. And follow Matt on Twitter if you haven't already. Please rectify this grievous error. He's got a ton of Twitter followers, so you probably do. But in case you don't, at HP Basketball. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How the hell are you doing? Good guys, had a busy night on uh, Tuesday night. I did a bet stream for the NBA app and then immediately drove an hour to Denver for Nuggets Clippers. Saw the end of that, wrote a postgame column you can find on the Action Network and the Action Network app, and then back at it this morning. So I am living the basketball life right now, and I couldn't be happier. Excellent. Got to see probably a better game than people maybe expected with that Denver Clippers game. Ended up being a, a one possession game at the end. Maybe we'll talk about those teams as we go forward. There's kind of like every game tonight actually presents with like, well, what do you make of this team this season? Why don't we start with a game? But really, I like want to ask you about both teams. The Timberwolves are visiting Phoenix tonight. Minnesota is obviously off the like fiasco of last night. They beat the Warriors, which like on court is the most important thing for them. We don't even need to like Draymond suspension and everything uh, at that separate conversation. So the Timberwolves are on the second night of a back-to-back. They've been like the best team in the Western Conference so far this year, but might sit some guys, whatever. And Phoenix who we all kind of thought would be Minnesota at this point and have like a big record, they're fielding Beal, Booker, Durant, and we kind of maybe get like a little bit of look at what this is going to look like. What do you make of this game, Matt, and both of these teams? Maybe the question is like, who do you think is going to have a better record at the end of the year with both teams maybe having eyes on the one and two seed? I think the Wolves are going to have a better record. Uh, I think they have a better, more complete team. I think they're playing better. I think they have better chemistry. I think they love where they're at right now. What you're starting to see, and like last night, it's easy to be like, oh, sure, you beat the Warriors after they were without Steph and then Draymond and Clay. Uh, congratulations. But that's a game where it's a very choice letdown spot. And the fact that they were able to kind of battle through all that and a really good game for Brzezemski and still get the win on the road, second, like again, pretty impressive to be quite honest because it means that the wolves are kind of understanding that they're good and they understand the opportunity that's in front of them that's really important is that early season you're mostly like trying to figure things out is this going to work is this not going to work am i going to be here am i not going to be here the wolves are starting to get that sense of like hey we got something here like we really we might be able to make some noise this year get a top seed and if we're healthy make some noise when teams start to sense that that changes kind of the direction of them uh i actually kind of like the wolves in this spot the injury report's clean right now if they were to pull some hijinks with you know announcing rest right before the game i think the league would probably hit them with a fine so i think that that's unlikely uh anytime that you've got a major star coming back it messes with things. It just does. Like, look at the Clippers when they added James Harden. Look at the Suns when Booker came back. And then when Beal came back. And now they've got Booker and Beal. It messes with things. I also can't get to a power rating where this should be Suns ever. I can't get to that that point because the Wolves have been so good. And the rest of that Suns roster is really underwhelming and not performing great. So uh, I lean heavily towards the Wolves. I'm trying to convince myself on this back-to-back that I can go ahead and bet this. I will probably have a small wager on the Wolves tonight, I think, in Phoenix. 
Well, we know it's not time of night because injury information for the night's action in the NBA coming in fast and furious. Jalen Brown and Chris Depps Porzingis both out for the Celtics on the road to the Sixers. R.J. Barrett ruled out with his migraines for the New York Knicks. Like, I, I'm going to bet the Hawks tonight. Maybe Matt has a thought on that. We'll talk about that coming up a little later. And I'm a Knicks fan telling you telling you that. Matt, I do want to ask you about the Warriors here with the reports that Curry is going to miss Thursday's game against the Thunder. Steph's going to be reevaluated later in the week. Obviously, we'll have to wait for a suspension on, on Draymond Green. And just like... Curry's going to be out for a little bit for Golden State. Uh, we Ken and I talked about this to start the show. Like, like Wiggins looks shot. Clay Thompson, we think, is already pretty shot. Like, who's going to step up? Uh, you pronounced the guy's name correctly. We did, uh, like, it was kind of a bit at the start of the show, except I really don't know how to pronounce his name. Like, the guy from Santa Clara <laughs> who scored 23 points last night. Like, in the pro- is there anyone that you we think can step up for Golden State? Maybe it's him. Maybe it's, you know, Dario Saric. Like, how, how are you looking at Warrior stuff here without Curry? If Draymond's going to be out, if Clay and Andrew Wiggins are, in fact, hashtag washed. Yeah, I mean, look, I think you can also just shorten it to pods. That's how it's written as P-O-D-Z, is just go with pods, and we'll just go that way. Uh, I think is going to be pretty good for them. You can tell that Kerr really trusts him, and when a rookie earns trust from a coach, they don't tend to get jerked around too much with minutes until they start making a lot of mistakes, and he pr- plays pretty low-mistake basketball. Uh, but the guy for me, I think, is Moses Moody. Um, if, if you kind of watch and pay attention, he's got better polish. He's got better pop. There's a real opportunity, I think, for Moody to move into a bigger role off the bench and kind of provide some props for three-pointers, for scoring, to take on more of a ball-handling role. There's not, like, a lot of concern with Curry. Like, if you if you kind of read the tea leaves, what this kind of looks like is, yeah, he's hurt. Uh, he could probably play maybe, I don't know, a week, five days from now if it was the playoffs, but they're going to be patient because they can be because they know that they can make the playoffs. And that's like the real big key here. I do think that it's going to hurt their standing, their seating, et cetera. It's hard to find markets right now that are live to be able to kind of bet against them from a futures perspective. But I do think that overall, like the Warriors will be okay. You know, I have an under on them from preseason because I was kind of expecting them to have a rough go, not as rough as this, but a rough go. The underlying numbers are fine. They'll be okay long-term, but night to night, the market's probably going to still over-respect them a little bit, and there will be kind of, I think, some opportunities to come back on them when Curry comes back. Until then, you know, I think last night was a good example of the market kind of overestimating Curry's absence a little bit, uh, and you could have gone back the other way, even with the hijinks. It's tough. you got to take it spot by spot, but those are kind of my, my big-picture thoughts on the Warriors. This is I'm so glad you're on with us, man. It's six o'clock. I can tell yes. you, somebody who's just asked 900 Deshaun Watson questions over the last three hours. And like, it's important. It's the NFL. It's the huge story of the day. Just like, yeah, like I, I like the NBA a lot. Like the NBA is really fun. We were, we were talking before we had John Matt about, you know, awards and big picture conversations. stuff. you said something really interesting, we were talking about six man of the year, just like, you, okay, like, yeah, maybe you want to bet that market right now, but also rotations are still being set and there might be a lot of trades and there might be like these, all these contending teams might not look the same way in a couple months and that might upset a lot of markets. The Bulls host Orlando tonight. They are a one and a half point home favorite and they're kind of like the team that gets talked about the most as one that might make it. If you're like, well, what trades? Like who's going to get traded? Zach Levine and the team apparently closer, maybe a trade. I want Alex Caruso to get traded because I think he'd be awesome on like every other team. What do you think? with the bulls tonight like how do they play with all of this in the backdrop and you know what do we think the bulls are going to look like long term where are these players going i think generally speaking the bulls are are going to be able to block it out these guys are pretty pros like they're not going to play any better or worse zach levine i think is 
probably forcing his way out a little bit. Like that seems evident based off of the interview with the athletic. And there's just like a lot of signals there. Like the, those can be bad, but I don't think it's going to impact like him playing on the floor. Um, so I don't think there's any sort of angle to take with betting on or against the bulls. You just got to take it spot by spot and kind of understand they're a very average team, slightly below average. Um, I think long-term like, yeah, there, there's a lot of signals that they're going to make a move. And What's interesting is that the local reporting is very much of they're not going to tear it down. That's not what this front office has wanted to do. They're not going to tear it down. This front office has made it clear that they don't want to tear down. The league perspective on this from the conversations they're having is much more everything's on the table, which if you want to know how to read that, there's always multiple people that you talk to in any organization. So whether it's lower on the organizational chain or higher on the organizational chain, that can kind of shift. And the long and short of this is, I, I would say that DeMar DeRozan needs to be a favorite and a minus number to be still a bull after the deadline, but it's not in the twos. It's below minus 200 okay. if I was being right. asked to cap that. Patrick Williams would be a small plus number. Zach Levine would be a very, very, very small plus number um, because of the pr asking price that they're at currently requesting on him. And then like Vucevic is more of a, a longer minus number because it's going to be hard to offload that contract. Uh, Caruso, I actually think, is very unlikely to get moved because it's it's interesting it's not about the quality of the player or the star player. It's more about he is a really impactful player that plays a small role on a manageable contract, which means 29 other teams want that. Like that, those are the guys that you can extract maximum value for because you're not having to be like, yeah, you got to take on all this money or you've got the injury history or he's going to want the ball more. It's just like, yeah, you're getting a really good player on a manageable contract. Those guys actually often are hard to move because you need you can get good value for them. But it, that means that it turns into a hard way of figuring out like what is a good trade for this guy. A couple things here before we ask the next question. Number one. I feel like I sound like Joe Biden. Here's the deal. A, uh, loved Matt's pronunciation of organization. Sounded like Bret Hart in like 1997. Organization. I really dug that. Number two. Yeah, Bulls, you're a dumpster fire. Great. This is your penance for Michael Jordan. Hope you never win again, jerks. Oh, nice. You better you bet with Nick. Yeah, that's, and that's how I feel as a Knicks fan. All Because like, you guys okay. beat my brains in my entire childhood. Nick and Ken here, you better you bet on a Wednesday. Talking NBA with the great Matt Moore from the Action Network on Twitter at HP Basketball. Matt, the Cleveland Cavaliers, four and six to start the season, losing the other night. Uh, losing double digits in Sacramento to a Kings team that had been scuffling. Uh, got the Aaron Fox back in the game, but still like lost by 12. Ten and a half point favorites tonight on the road at the Portland Trailblazers. So it could be like a two-part question, and then we can get to your bets for tonight, Matt. Like, do you do you think the Cavs like win in cover tonight? And when is this team going to start playing better? Because I think all of us expect better things for the Cavs thus far this season. In about a minute, if you'd be so kind, so then we leave enough time to get all the uh, all the stuff you'd like otherwise for tonight. Yeah, so I think the Cavs are hard to cap right now just because they've only played so many games with Garland and Allen, and the numbers are there are very, very good. Um, my full-season power ratings definitely give value here on the Blazers at 10.5. It's too many points for how the Cavs have played. They've been on the West Coast a while. I don't want to bet this necessarily right now. I just don't think it's a game that interests me a whole lot with where they're at. I think the Cavs are going to wind up being very good, and we saw kind of what they can do versus the Warriors. But to beat them twice, we know the Warriors aren't necessarily as good as the aura around them. So I'm going to stay away from this 
this one. I will say that like probably when the Cavs get off this road trip and get stabilized and schedule balances, I'm going to want to bet Cleveland. I think they're about to probably stabilize back into uh, the team that I expected to win, you know, 50 plus games. I think they're still going to get there. They're going to get healthy. Donovan Mitchell's playing great. Allen helps them. All the advanced stuff really looks good on them. We, they just got to get off of the road trip and kind of get balanced. And until they do, I got to be patient before finding the spot to bet Cleveland. Yeah, it's still so early. And a lot of these teams, it's just injuries, right? Like Cavs probably going to turn things around. They've been hurt. Kings get Fox back. Maybe they turn it around. The Suns tonight. Like, what's this going to look like? Teams might just start looking a lot different. Uh, man, we have like a minute, 90 seconds left for your bets for tonight. I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of them. There's a lot of games. The board's going crazy in there right now with all these injury updates. We don't know about Joel Embiid yet, I don't think. But we do know about those Celtics guys Nick mentioned earlier. Any bets for tonight here in about a minute? Yeah, I'm not really expecting Embiid to play, given it's a back-to-back, and they, he's going to have the, like, well, you know, Jalen Brown didn't play either. It's a national TV game, so that kind of gets tricky here. I do like the over in that game, 223 on Celtics Sixers. Uh, this was 222 and a half on the market earlier. Um, when Embiid's out since Ben Simmons left, overs have hit at a, about a very high clip, at about 60%. So there's been a very good trend to kind of just go ahead and back the Sixers. They play a little faster. Also, teams on a back-to-back and a rest spot, they just tend to actually take off on defense, and they'll just run up and down the floor and get through the game because it's easier to just kind of run and play pickup basketball than it is to buckle down and play defense. Jalen Brown out, that means more Peyton Pritchard. That means more three-point volume, but it also means worse defense. So I like the over in that spot as well. Finding the rest of the value on this board is tough because of the number of back-to-backs uh, that are out there in the market right now. I will say that I'm leaning towards Raptors. I'm going to wait to see exactly uh, how I feel about that one right before tip. OG Anobi, I believe, is out tonight, but I still kind of lean towards Raptors here with no Giannis so that's one play I think I'm definitely on and then I'll probably talk myself into the Wolves and then regret it when they look dead tired uh, after that's that exhausting game last night yeah I kind of like do you think the Bucks are like hey like uh coach Bud do uh want to come back I don't know it's yeah, bad maybe it's real bad yeah it's bad it's not it's, it's not it, it's, it is indeed it's not yes. great <laughs> it looks He's bad happy to hear it is bad a terrible <laughs> coach uh matt we appreciate it man love having you on the show on twitter at hp basketball check out his written work over actionnetwork.com uh, all the bets over on the action network app the podcast is buckets please be sure to check it out matt supports us please support him buckets is the nba betting podcast and on uh nba tv all the time doing the bet streams which is pretty awesome matt good luck with the bets tonight my friends stay well and we look forward to talking to you soon here on you better you bet always love it guys have a good one i i promise you matt for as much as you love it we love it more because he's the best oh, big time uh yeah. 40 minutes of bets coming up you heard of 40 minutes of hell here's 40 minutes of bets next with nick and ken we'll be right back with you better you bet presented by bet mgm <laughs> on the bet ql network presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.